0: Hi, it's Matt, welcome to Money Lab. Today we're talking about 2024 SEO predictions that I have, plus um, five ways that I plan on, oh my God, I can't be li- believe I'm gonna say this, build backlinks in 2024. <laughs> I don't wanna do it. All right, but here's are my ideas. Okay, let's first talk about my predictions for SEO. This is gonna be short and sweet. I am no, I just, why do I feel qualified to even make predictions is because I've been doing this since 2004, maybe even earlier than that. I don't know. By the way, if I take, um, if you hear me, I'm just drinking some lukewarm coffee, walking around the brewery, staring at a whiteboard or white paper with all of my notes just to give you context of where I am. All right, anyway. So my predictions are relatively simple. You've probably heard them before. Some may surprise you. But I said as soon as chat GPT came out, <laughs> SEO was dead. <laughs> you know, uh, to be, you know, to use flowerly, uh, you know, like language that would invoke a response. It's not dead. But... It did change the game, maybe temporarily, though. Maybe it's not a full-time change. Maybe it's not a huge paradigm shift. I think it might be a flash in the pan. Hear me out, okay? Number one on my list of predictions is, I just wrote the word humans, no AI. I think Google is experiencing a current problem. They have the helpful content update that came out, and I noticed from, like, everybody... (laughs) basically freaking the fuck out on Twitter uh, or X or whatever. Oh my God. Google's destroying SEO. They're destroying small businesses. Dude, every single time Google comes out with an algorithm update, people freak out. It's just, I can tell you from experience, literally happens every year, almost every maybe two years. But like, this one feels a little bit worse because of the AI. There's like a whole new feature built into Google. And the helpful content update like started ranking crappy sites. And people think that like Quora and Reddit are crappy sites. But let's break that down. One, if you look at people, I think ViperChill, you know, if you don't follow – if you're an SEO and you don't follow Glenn, you're not in SEO. in SEO. Follow Glenn. Uh, Detailed, I believe, is the name of the website. He also has a kick-ass um, Google, uh, what do you call it? extension, Google Chrome extension called Detailed. It's awesome. It scrapes content, finds all the headings. It's, it tells you how many words, the, like, your competitors. It's great. You got to download it. It's free. It's awesome. So he thinks it's coming back. He's like, don't worry, it'll come back. I think that's what he said. I don't want to quote him, but that's kind of the vibe I got. Anyway, um, I also think that I think Google is going to go. Uh, they're they're going to overcorrect – they overcorrect it. So, but let's think about wh- what ha- what they're doing. So, why does Reddit and Quora like why are they ranking outranking like big sites or even small sites? It's because it's human beings answering questions. What those questions are completely they could be wrong. There's no authority behind those comments. But they're human beings So I believe that Not just search engines But human beings, who we are We are the algorithm Okay We're not gonna Like AI for very long It's cool and novel now And it's like, whoa, I can't believe this thing Spit out something that sounds Kind of human-like And yes, AI technology is gonna get better But I think we're just gonna It's just going to want us – we're just going to crave humans even more. And this is a random thought, but I just saw this tweet of this guy. He was building an AI relationship software, (laughs) basically AI boyfriends and girlfriends. And the way that they solve the uncanny valley problem of like this is not a real person is they did it in the style of a Pixar character. So, yeah, imagine you're a dude, you're lonely, right? You sign up for this software. I don't know how much you're paying, but you got, like, a hot, <laughs> like, Pixar big boobs. Like, it was so sickening. I'm like, what is this? Like, who wants this? That's going to, like, this is going to suck. And people are going to, you know... Go the other way. They're going to be like, I want more human contact. And, you know, I see it like in – in you see paradigm shifts all the time. Like look at the alcohol thing. Like I drink beer. I like alcohol. But like most people don't now. It's going the other way. And I'm like, I get it. I honestly do. And so I get wanting to have like an AI Pixar girlfriend. But I'm like, not I don't think a lot of people are going to want it in the end, anyway, that's a tangent. Human beings is what I'm saying. That means that I think over time, Google is gonna correct and start to favor sites where the content is written in the first person. It is written clearly by a human being that it cannot be hidden, right? It cannot be AI generated. AI can help that writer for sure. I use AI in my content all the time. Restructuring sentences, You know, trying to find a better way to say something, Um, you know, helping me crank out a bunch of words and then I go in and edit it using my own experiences, putting my face on the the articles, writing with using the word I instead of we as a company. It's like we at Swim University think that you should blah or like we recommend. It's like, no, Matt, me, I recommend X. Boom. Here's why. I've been doing this shit for 20 fucking years. Sorry for all the F words. I'll try to tone it back, but that's, that's, I think just going to happen, right? So when you're thinking about your 2024 plans for SEO, think writing it in the first person, think trying to be as human as possible in your writing. Cause I think people are just going to be so sick of reading content that is not, that is just like feels very generic, And that's always been the case, but that's just happening now. Number two, I hate to say this, backlinks. For the longest time, I thought AI or, you know, machine learning with Google was getting so good that they basically had like a robot slash human, an AI machine that could read websites and determine how trustworthy they were and like how good they were, right? That is true. And I think for a long time, Google was working towards that. And then ChatGPT comes out, throws AI in the mix. All of a sudden, I think to myself, well, if I can just ask ChatGPT and it will respond to me in a regular answer, why would I need Google? Like, why would I go to Google and type in the same question and then have to click through to a site and then find the answer on that site? I can just ask this bot and it will just tell me right but how do i know that that content that the bot is telling me is trustworthy it's often wrong and i have a suspicion that it's going to be wrong for a long time right so google has to figure out now what makes a site trustworthy here's the problem it creates a vicious cycle because now site owners are using the same ai Model that the search engines are using to generate the answers. So, case in point, I run SwimUniversity.com. I teach people how to take care of pools and hot tubs. Right? I ask ChatGPT right now, how much chlorine should a in-ground pool with twenty thousand gallons? How much should they add every week? It spits out an answer. I can take that answer at face value knowing nothing about pools and be like, I guess, but I know better because I'm in it. And I'm like, uh, well, that's wrong. Or either it's blatantly wrong or like needs more context. Right? Like, like what, wait, hold on a second. You know, like, what are you saying? So as a human being, I have to interpret that, rewrite it and make it on my site. Now, as the AI bot starts training on that, how does it know which answers are correct? What if I'm a site owner who knows nothing about pools, I use AI to generate the article, now that's wrong? And, and more and more people keep doing that. More and more people keep spinning up sites about pool care, using AI, because they think there's a way to make quick, a quick buck, and they're all, they don't know anything about pools, and they all just keep reusing the same answer. Well, the internet gets junked up with the same old, same old, same old, same old. And now Google has a problem. How does it know, how do, how does it know that I'm right and it's wrong? <sighs> Unfortunately, the I'm not a scientist, a data scientist or anything, but it's backlinks. Because now we're back to the vote, human voting system again. What is a backlink? Now, I'm not talking about shitty backlinks in this case. I'm, I'm talking about like a backlink from the New York Times as, as saying that's not shitty, right? Because it's like you would think there's real journalism there. You can make the argument that there isn't, but whatever, I don't give a shit about that, right? I'm, not, I'm just not talking about easyarticles.com if you're if you are familiar with that site, if it even exists anymore, I don't even know. I'm talking about like a decent backlink from a reputable source that's like, hey, we are also smart and we recognize that Swim University is correct here and we link to them because we trust them too. So now you have, Google has this like collection of sites that are trustworthy and they're all linking to each other. Well, you're in the club, you're in the trust club. Let's think of it that way, right? So getting backlinks from reputable sources puts you in the trust club in the E-E-A-T hem, you know hemisphere that's the only way I can f- <laughs> my dumb brain can justify the the importance of a backlink it's not the number of backlinks mind you and I don't think it ever has been because you can go on Semrush or Ahrefs right now type in Anything And see sites with way less backl- backlinks Outranking sites with way more backlinks Has nothing to do with the quali- quantity Has everything to do with the quality And that's always been the case It has always been a voting system And some votes, way more Right? A vote, meaning a backlink from the New York Times Weighs more than a backlink from You know, best vacuum cleaners for it's just and I think they that then so that so backlinks have always been a factor they just got less so I believe people will argue with me and that's fine but now they had to now with with AI and chat GPT and people spinning up shitty websites all regurgitating the same info they need a they need that voting system back they need, and that's Basically, the human element. They're putting the human element back into search and not using machine learning or not relying on machine learning as much because machine learning is just going to think, oh, that's that's generated with AI is good. It's trustworthy. All right. My third prediction, photos, videos, podcasts, multimedia. Uh, Again, I think it is a thing that has always been the case, but even more so now, because I think with photos, videos, and podcasts, it's really hard for AI to do those things well. And so from a human perspective, if if, if we as human beings use Google and we essentially are the algorithm, over time, we're going to keep voting with our eyeballs for human content. We're going to trust human Photography, people who take photos, not generated photos with AI. We're going to trust people who create well-informed, well-edited, well-made videos that are clearly human-made and not AI-made. You can tell. And maybe one day you won't be able to tell, but I think it's going to be a long time before it blends. And you hear a human voice on a podcast who has a personality, who is charismatic, Who you know is real, is a real person in the world. Like those things are going to matter because we as humans are going to favor them over AI in the future as AI becomes more ubiquitous. So we're going to seek out human interaction and human trust because we trust one another. You got to think of it this way. Everyone hates the government, right? Let's just assume that. Most people hate the big fat entity, right? Why people shit on Google all the time They hate the big fat bad guy It's really easy Because it's faceless It's nothing And then we always go like You know Let's get together in a small group And fight back That kind of vibe That's always been That's human nature AI is that big bad guy And it will become That big bad guy over time Like You know Like the difference between Bard and ChatGPT and Zork or whatever the fuck Elon's doing. I know it's from a book or whatever. What's the Hitchhiker's Guide? But, like, it's all the same thing, right? So it's like, and it's all big companies doing it. And then all the small companies that are doing AI are just using those big engines. So, like, it's going to be really easy to fight and hate the big engine. So... We're gonna seek out that human, yeah, human aspect and I think it's gonna be really hard to fake with photos, videos, and podcasts. And I think that Google is gonna start ranking videos, podcasts, and photos higher than blog written content. I, it's kind of already happening and it has been happening for a while. We do a lot of stuff on YouTube. My fa- so we, So this year, we decided that on our YouTube videos, we used to do, um, for the last like two years, I would record a voiceover and Steph, my wife, would edit that with graphics and B-roll, right? But I'm like, hey, an AI could do this. Like an AI like, or somebody using an AI tool could make this, a very similar to our style, So we have to shift a little bit. And my thought was, I got to get back on camera. So I'm doing the exact same thing where I'm recording a voiceover and I'm using air quotes. I'm recording a voiceover and we're animating and adding B-roll, except now the camera's on. So I'm reading a teleprompter I'm speaking into the camera and that becomes our A-roll. So now... My face has been on every single thumbnail for our YouTube channel, which is trust, right? It's human face, I trust it. Now I'm the same dude in the video, trust. And I'm speaking and I look human, I am human, I'm a person. I trust that person. And I think it's going to separate us from everyone else who is going to lean on AI to make their videos and it's like, it's just not gonna be that good. And it's just not going to have that trust associated with it. Number four, and this one hurts, hurts me. And there's two, the two on here really hurt me because I so, for so long, I've been like, fuck backlinks. I don't want to beg for them. And I'm not going to beg for them. But I do believe that they have gained, I will acknowledge that they have gained more importance than they were just a year ago. A year ago, I'd been like, no, we're not building backlinks. It makes no sense. Let's just make great content. And yes, that is the strategy. But I'm like, now with AI, I'm like, now backlinks kind of make more sense again to me. Fourth one hurts because I used to be the guy that said, you know, if you got a topic, cover the shit out of that topic. And I still believe that. But I think. You now have to take that topic and you'd have to do a hub and spoke model, which again, nothing new, but I'm just seeing it more and more. Um, And, and here's, here's what I'm seeing. So, and and it could have just been my naivete being in the industry that I'm in, but I'm starting to see more long tail keywords in my, I'm currently using SEMrush. I used to use Ahrefs. I can explain on another podcast why I switched, but not that, it's not that crazy, actually. It's just – I just liked SSM Rush a little bit better uh, interface-wise. Um, so I noticed that I – like people were starting – like keywords, long-tail keywords for us in our industry were starting to get way more searches than the big ones, than the like the short tail, I guess, Um which had never really been the case for us. So for example, like pool shock, right? That phrase, two words, was, it used to be an informational keyword and it used to be like, I'm gonna t- create the article on pool shock. Cause there was no other keywords that, that included the word pool shock that had over like 250 searches a month or even hundred searches a month. But now, there is, like what time should I shock my pool? When, what day should I shock my pool? And all these little, you know, like long tail keywords are starting to appear for my industry. Now, um, I think, or at least my strategy is going to be going after those, obviously, but make them long content. So essentially you would have, um, you want to answer the, the, the query. So it's going to be, I'm, I'm calling this like Q and a, cause it's mostly questions. Uh, when I say long tail, it's mostly like question stuff. So like how to blah, 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 blah. Um, or like what, what do you, how many, you know, like how many, how much shock do you need, uh, for an in-ground pool as an example. So I have my main article about pool shock. It's the complete guide that will still exist. It may not rank though for pool shop, but I'm going to keep trying, but then I'm going to create these like one-offs, these little like answer things, even though I've answered in the main one, I'm going to do spin-offs where I, I get way more specific and more detailed about a topic, hub and spoke model. And obviously everything, you know, links to each other and then links around, you know, it's like you're creating this, like the hub being like the complete guide to pool shock. And then. A spoke is a link to a smaller article, when should I shock my pool, or what type of shock should I shock my pool with, and blah, blah, blah. Now, those articles are full articles. They're 1,000 words plus, you know, maybe 700 words, maybe 2,000 words, whatever it takes for me to cover the topic in depth, right, which is a whole nother show, and then Kind of creating this like linking thing where I link to the main post, I link to the other question, blah, blah, blah. That is always, that's not new, by the way. I just think that's what I'm focusing on in 2024. And the final one, and this kind of goes into another realm, but it's, I'm just calling it promotion. I think one of the factors in Google's, uh, trust is they're going to start measuring. And I think, and they've already done this by the way, but I think they got to put more weight on it. The shareability of content. So they own Google or sorry, Google owns YouTube, right? So with YouTube, if you're creating YouTube videos, you should be promoting your content and vice versa. They know that information. If you have a video about the same topic and you link those two things together, meaning you embed the YouTube video on your page and on your YouTube video in the description you link to that blog post, now they now Google has access to two data points, right? Um, so that's promotion. Google can also, I'm sure, scrape Facebook content, Twitter content, You, um, Instagram, you know, you name it, Pinterest, whatever. And that not only can they scrape it, but they know where it's coming from. You can see it in analytics. If I take my article and I promote it on, meaning I just publish it on Pinterest as well, right? Google knows through Google analytics that traffic came from Pinterest, right? That has to be a signal, again, prediction, have no idea. But to me, it seems pretty obvious that that's a signal to Google that that content is decent because a lot of people are coming from Pinterest to see it. Right? A lot of people are coming from maybe a podcast or a TikTok or a YouTube video or, or an, you know, an X post, an Instagram post or an Instagram story, a Facebook story. There is like all these places you can promote, promote your content, LinkedIn for fuck's sake. They, they have to like the more out, the more work that you do as a site owner where you're putting your content on other platforms, but getting people to come to your website through those platforms, Google, if you're using analytics, maybe if you, maybe if you're not using analytics, I don't know. I mean, Google ranks those things too. So it knows Uh, To me, that just feels like a good, it feels like it's the right thing to do. And obviously for your business, it's the right thing to do. But for Google, it also feels right, for SEO. And so the other reason, I wrote a big word and I wrote a big circle and I said, diversify. Now, I don't like the idea of diversification when it comes to business models. I've kind of gone the other way with it. I was like, oh, I'll have a lot of businesses and diversify. One, one business will do this and that, whatever. But now I'm like, I have one business and I'm not talking about diversification of – it's the diversification of promotion. So the way that I'm looking at my website this year or my brand this year is I go, okay, I own – swimuniversity.com. I own that. That is my home base. No one can take that away from me. Maybe I might not rank anymore on Google for whatever reason, AI, but I still own that domain. I still own that content. It's mine, okay? Now, I, my goal is to get everyone I can, as many eyeballs as I can, to come to me, to come to my home base. And so whenever, at this point, it's very simple. Whenever I publish a new article or update an article, which at this rate, I've been doing two a week. I think I could do more. Um, And I also don't think it has to be new or updated articles. It can be just old articles. I am promoting it on, like when when, it's like, I'm promoting it on Instagram stories because I can create a link there. I'm promoting it on X, Twitter. I'm promoting it on Pinterest. I'm promoting it um, with YouTube videos and tic- and short form videos. So shorts, TikToks, Instagram reels, linking back to that post. Email, always send out an email. Hey, we just updated this article. Come back. And then I'm doing podcasts now. So just any time that I can promote my thing to my audience in a different way, I'm going to do it. And my hope is that that if I can create those, you know, if I can create that inbound traffic outside of Google, outside of Google search, that is going to be a ranking factor because they're just going to need more human ranking factors and that one is a human ranking ranking factor. Okay. Those are just my predictions. So really not groundbreaking predictions, but I just think that the th- the same thing has always applied. Content has to be great. Content has to be human, written for humans with a with 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 the technical SEO thing happening, which that's another episode. I think backlinks are gonna be important because again, that to me just is a human thing, right? Humans have to add the backlinks to their sites and trust you, you know. Um, Humans take photos and make videos and do audio podcasts where they're talking and, you know, humans ask questions and human answers, clearly, Google is favoring those because that's why Reddit is up there right now and that's why Quora is gaining traction. Real humans answering real questions with expertise behind it. <sighs> now, on the backlink thing, again, I'm somebody who hates the idea of having to build backlinks, but I recognize now in 2024 that I need to establish trust. And the way that you can establish trust, at least in the eyes of Google, is to get a backlink from a reputable source in your relative industry. Coffee break, okay. So, I have five ways that I plan to do this, to get backlinks, without, uh, here's what I'll, five ways I'm gonna do it, and I wanna point out the ways that I will never do it, because, this informs who I am as a, as a person. One, I am never going to f- mask email a bunch of people whenever I have new content, meaning uh, people who I'm expecting a backlink from. So I'm not going to go, I got this cool infographic and oh, I just did this research and you should link to it, blah, blah, blah. Or do that fake shit where I have an email that's like, hey, I really liked what you said here on this website. By the way, don't you know that I have a site that says the same fucking thing? And we should be link partners, man. I don't know what voice that was, but that's what I, that's the persona. I guess it's like a bro. It's like, no, dude, I'm not doing that. sucks. And again, why am I not doing that? Any asshole can do that. AI can do that. That's not going to build trust. In fact, it's going to erode it. So not doing that, sorry. Not doing guest posts. I'm not, if I'm, and, and, and that's just me. You do what you, you, you want to do. But the reason that I don't want to do guest posts is because I hate writing. I, 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 I will acknowledge that I am decent at it. But it is pulling teeth for me. Walking around in my garage talking uh, and doing podcasts, effortless. I love it. It's exercise. It feels good. I could do this all day, every day. Writing, sitting in front of a computer and writing, maybe 30 minutes tops. And then it's like, I don't want to write for another like two days. (laughs) It's like, I, I need a break. I don't like it. So I'm not good. So if I'm going to write, and writing is important, I'm writing for myself. I'm writing for my own content, for my own audience, and I'm not giving that content away to other people. Now, if they want to interview me and turn that into written content on their own, that's fine, but if people expect me to write an email back and basically write an article for them, I'm not doing that, but I do have a workaround. So here are the five ways. So those are the things I'm not going to do, which just feels shitty. But here are five ways I'm going to do it. One of the ways I actually don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but we're going to talk it out. So the first way is affiliates. You're like okay, because this is like a this is like a killing two birds with one stone thing. Um, at Sumita University, I have three affiliate partnerships where th- these people own. YouTube channels or websites in my field, in my niche, and they are promoting my products. Okay. You're like, okay, but that's backlinks to me. But I just only have three people. So not only are they backlinks, but they actually sell my products. So, like, again, I just need, if I got more of those people, and it's, and what I'm exchanging is like, hey, do you want, To make you know, money selling a product because you don't have a product. Most people say yeah. Now, unfortunately, in my industry, I don't have a lot of competition or a lot of people that would would do that. Um, There are more than three. Um, I just haven't gone out and reached out to them. But I think that that seems like a really simple thing that I can focus on for a little bit. And also. I could attract affiliates. So I have, you know, join our affiliate program in our footer and people do email me about that and I do sign them up and I do get backlinks. It's just like a, you know, so that's just happening naturally. But I could also go out, make a list of like, you know, sites. Hey, would you like to sell our courses, our books, etc.? you know, and I'll give you a percentage cut every month for your sale. And that gets us backlinks. Number two, is be a guest on podcasts or radio shows. Um, I, again, I could walk around this garage and talk all friggin' day. I have the equipment. I like talking. I am an expert in my field. Um, when I did Money Lab, when I was, you know, had the I, I would love to go on way more podcasts. But I do need a system for asking. You know, or... Better yet, I have a way to become a podcast ga- guest organically without asking. Because part of my problem is I do not want to beg people to do things, but then you kind of do sometimes, right? So, so I will be a guest or and not even podcast guest, I just wrote it, but I will lend my face and voice To anyone that wants to make content in the pool and hot tub space, even if it's, you know, I'm willing to lend myself there. One, I'm building trust with their audience, right? That's good for me. And I'm getting the backlink from hopefully a reputable source. I'm not going to do it for non-reputable sources, obviously. And I can do it all day. And it's not writing, it's not creating graphics. It's not creating assets. It's just lending my voice, lending my face, and letting them create the asset for themselves. I'm happy to do that. Easy. Number three is Harrow or Help a Reporter Out, which I believe um, might be a different name now. I think they, they are switching to like some other platform or something. But the idea is that there are a bunch of journalists. And they put their uh, queries into the system and they send it out to everybody. Now, this one is simple. So I get an email, I think, twice a day from Harrow. And in my email system, I just, you know, control F and do find and I look for the word pool and hot tub. That's it. If it doesn't show up, fuck it. If it does, or something tangential to it, I'll just look through it and go, oh, I'm that person. I, let me just send them uh, a query. And I use chat GPT to create those responses for me because I'm not going to custom write a response each time because I may not get the backlink when I do it, so I'm just going to do it as fast as possible. But building that process, that's simple. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Because it's like, oh, Popular Mechanics is doing an article about, you know, pool shock. Does anybody an expert in pool care? I am. I am, and I have this website, and I'm, here's my face, here's my voice, blah, blah, blah. What do you want? Happy to answer any questions. And then if they send me a query, like, because oh, this happens a lot. <laughs> it just happened once with a website. Uh, I can tell off the top of my head because it just happened. Um, they were writing an article... They didn't even tell me what the article was about. I don't even think they were writing a single article. I think they were writing like 15 or 20 articles. They sent me an email with 25 questions about hot tubs, all different. And they were like, answer these questions for me, please, because we'll, you'll get an article. We're, gonna, we're writing an article and we need, you know, I go, that is <laughs> one I'm not answering all those questions. That's, that's freaking insane. Um, but at the time, I, should, I got super mad at it. But then I was like, that was stupid. You know, you know what I should have done? I should have t- copied all those questions. So, okay. Here's what I, here's what I did. I should have copied all those questions, put it in chat GPT, spit out the answers, and then basically just did a quick edit with my own words or like my expertise to make sure it's all correct. What I've done is, and this is just a little side, side note. So you know in ChatGPT, which by the way, you should have ChatGPT, it's 20 bucks a month. It's so cheap. I have, you can now create your own GPTs, right? So you can basically train um, ChatGPT these like models. And so I've trained a couple one of, the, one of the ones that I've trained, and maybe this is an episode, by the way, I don't know. I trained one to basically be my copywriter. And I trained it by feeding it a bunch of Gary Halpert letters and a bunch of, like, David Ogilvy stuff. And I trained it on my products. Like, I sent it, like, all the sales copy from my pages. Like, I uploaded my entire, like, library to it. Like, it knows... This GPT knows everything about what I sell and what our company is, plus it's also trained to write like a combination of me, so I fed it a lot of my writing, and Gary Halbert, and David Ogilvy and Joseph Sugarman. So I, and I keep building it. So now I have a copywriter on my team, quote unquote. It's not always great, but it's decent. The other thing I trained it to do, I create it, I duplicate it myself as a pool and hot tub care expert. So I trained a GPT to basically be Matt from Swim University, who is an expert in hot tub and pool care. And how I did that was I fed it my entire website, my my books, everything. So it knows the answers. And I also trained it to like avoid certain things like it it avoids anything to do with electricity because we don't talk about that on our website because I'm not an electrician and it's super dangerous and so it defaults to like, hey, hire a professional. So like all of that stuff. So having that allows me to for those kind of backlinks where there people are just reaching out to me asking me for a question. I don't have to write it. I let the chat GPT write it for me and then I just make sure it's correct and I edit it or whatever and boom, I send it back. can do that shit all day. That's a good idea, by the way. You should do that. 20 bucks a month. Uh, the fi- so, so that's Harrow. Number four is another way to attract, so all of the things that I'm doing, you know, I'm putting out, I'm promoting my content, I'm a, I'm on a podcast. I got my YouTube channel. Like I'm trying to be the internet's pool boy. That's my goal. Okay. And when someone needs an expert opinion in pool care, maybe that's the New York times and they're, you know, they need an expert. They're doing a piece about solar covers or shock or something. I don't know. They're going to Google, they're going to, Podcast search. They're gonna go on YouTube. They're gonna find who the expert is, and guess whose stupid face is gonna show up? It's me. Now, the problem though is how do you contact me? Well, let's say you're on our web- You're on our YouTube channel. They find they're like, oh, this guy, he's the perfect person. We'll just ask him. Uh, how do I get in touch with him? He didn't put his email address in the YouTube channel. Hmm. Okay, but his website's here. Great, I'm gonna go to his website. Great, gonna to go to the about page, I guess, because that's the only thing. Uh, oh my God, I can't find his email. Oh, it took me some digging and found his email. Great, I sent him an email. But that's it. They have to reach out and, and do that. What I thought was, I'm gonna create a journalist trap. And that is simply a press page. <laughs> So at the bottom of my page, um, all my pages, I will now, it's not there yet, but I will have a press link. So I have a feeling that most journalists are probably going to click that page and and, and the about page, but I'm going to link them on both. They're going to be together. So the press page is going to have everything that a journalist would need Already on site. Now, this is not novel or new. I'm just saying this is what I'm doing in 2024. So that would include, in my off the top of my head, that would include like my pictures, like pictures of me, pictures of my team, um, that then you need for context. Pictures of you know, you know, our YouTube channel. Uh, picture, you know, like how, like stats about our company. You know, like how many subscribers we have. Uh, you know, how many. You know, just anything that the, a journalist would need to give context and then having re- a really simple contact form. Like, you are contacting Matt at swimuniversity.com. At swim uh, you know, here's, his, here's how to say his last name. You know, all, I haven't even thought everything through yet. Maybe that's an entirely different episode. But the idea that, like, I'm giving all of the possible ammunition – to a journalist that they would need in order to easily create a backlink. And they're like, oh, this is the perfect dude. He's given us everything. He's made our job so easy. And it's just, and it's, and I get to control the narrative because it's my press page. So I get to say what I want to say. And most people are just going to copy that and say it. You know, so for example, let's say, and I'm going to give the New York Times again, they're doing an article on, you know, I don't know, like top pool trends that you need to think about for 2024. Who knows? And they're like, who do we ask? Let's ask Matt. We find his page. Oh, wow. Okay. We, we email him. I answer immediately. Got to answer fast, right? Chat GPT that shit. Answer it fast. And then they're like, Great. When they read at the post, they put a picture of me because they, they got the picture. They say, Matt is the founder of Swim University, has been in the pool industry since 1993. And, you know, his YouTube channel has 220,000 subscribers. And he's the foremost expert on pool and whatever, whatever. He says, blah, 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 link to website. You know, brand colors, all of that shit, logo, all of that. Like They just give them everything. A press kit, essentially. And a great and easy contact form. All right. Finally. Where are we at? 45 minutes? Great. Finally is uh, this one. I don't know. I just wrote PR. <laughs> um, I don't know how to do this one. <laughs> so that's, uh, I wrote it down. I said I need more to research. I'm going to research it. But let's just talk it out loud. So, what do I know? I know I've I've seen Matt Diggity and Niche Site Lady talk about this idea of hiring a company to basically create press releases. I think create press releases and submit them to companies that accept press releases in exchange for backlinks. One of the companies – I won't name them because you can do your own research if you want. I won't name them because I don't – I'm not going to say that I endorse them because I don't know if I'm going to use them or not. But there's a company that they both recommend it. For context, it's a UK company. So um, I would like to find out how they do it. Like what's their process? So I do have a call set up with them to find that out and decide if I'm going to hire them or not because – if I if I hear what they have to say and it's like, uh, I don't want to do that, then I'm not gonna do it. If it's, oh, that's a good idea, we can do that, but just at a smaller scale, because you know, or if they're like, oh, what they do is incredible, yeah, yeah, let's let's pull the trigger on that. I don't know yet. But essentially the idea is they probably have a bunch of industry contacts in in, in journalist contacts. And they create press releases and they send them out, and we get backlinks. I've seen this work well in the physical space. So I am a part owner, uh, it's hard to say owner, but uh, I've invested in a uh, local distillery in my neighborhood. And I know that when, and they have a press release company, like a PR company, that you know, we'll write up press releases. They'll write them up together and then they'll submit them to their press contacts, you know, local stuff. And whenever they do that and they get featured in either a magazine or an online magazine or like a write-up somewhere, they get like the, the foot traffic increases that week. Not, it's like, not like holy shit gangbusters, but it's, it's something. And so for me, I'm like, you know, we don't, I don't know if the PR thing, like we need to have news. You know, like it, like in, in the case of the distillery, it's like they have new releases, they have like events happening. So like there's a reason for press releases, whereas a site like mine, it's like we're just writing about content. But maybe, I don't know, maybe it's like I talked about in the last episode, I talked about how I was going to start using survey data in my content to improve it. Maybe I, the company's like, do you have that information? We can send that out. But then again, that's to me, I say that out loud, and I'm like, well, that's just the begging for backlinks thing. Except I don't have to do it, some other company's doing it. So I'm like, that still sucks. You know, do I, you know, and so I don't know what their process is. I'm curious to find out. But if I were to do this on my own, maybe it's worth thinking about how I could make and I've done this in the past, like making swimming Diversity more newsworthy. You know, like for example, yeah, doing research and survey data where I have specific information and we found out this, you know, it's news or like we predict like predictions that we have that are like stuff that we would never put on our website, but are like, you know, related to our company, you know, oh, we've partnered with this person and now we have this thing or like, you know, oh, we just crossed 200,000 subscribers on YouTube or like I don't know there's like probably little bits of like news here and there um or interviews like any interviews that I do maybe like getting that out there I don't I don't know I'm curious to hear what they do but what I would like on our homepage we have so there was a there is this like I wanted to Build up the trust factor of some university, right? And so on our homepage, you'll see, and a lot of people, you'll see like was like you know, if you go to like I don't know, like Ramit's site, like, I will teach you to be rich, or I'm just trying to think of like the person on top of my head where I've seen this, you know, featured in Vice, New York Times, whatever. Like you know, you see those like you know, this software was has been used by this person. And it's like all these like trust factors. And so I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I was always kind of like, dude, stop with the, you know, puffing up your chest thing. But I do recognize that some people like that. So (laughs) I'm like, all right, I can do that. So I go on Hrefs, and I'm like, who is linked to us? And it's like, ugh, (laughs) it's like not big huge reputable sources that feel you know there's decent ones but i'm like uh you know not new york times we were not featured in new york times that i know about so i'm like okay i just put what i had and i what i had i didn't think was like so mind-blowing like you know i mean i you know i was on monster Stewart, i didn't even put that (laughs) because i I don't know why i should have but it's like Martha Stewart, Liv- Li- Martha Stewart Living. I could have put that. And people would have been like, cool, they've been featured on Martha If Martha Stewart trusts them, they must be good. I don't know. Or they're going to put everybody in jail. I don't know. But I was like, Ugh, this, these suck. But then I thought, well, what are some other trust factors besides press? Uh, how many YouTube subscribers we have? How many email subscribers are on the list? How many customers we have? Like, you know, McDonald's. Y- you know, how many um, social media followers we have? That's why there's follower counts. They're public. It's like, oh, wow, this guy has a lot of followers. Must be pretty pu- Must be pretty good. Should follow him too. It's that like, you know, community mindset or the uh, herd mentality or something. I don't know. Again, not well-versed in this, but I'm not a psychologist, that's for sure. Um, But yeah, so so on our homepage, I put stats instead of press um, features. But I would like to go more into the press thing. I think it would be cool if we were featured – I keep saying the New York Times – you know, Washington Post. Unfortunately, like a lot of people feel like those papers are left leaning, and that's fine. I can't be a so, like, that's, the, I, that's something I have to worry about because a lot of my people are like, unfortunately, politics does play a role. Um, so I have to not put <laughs> New York Times, like, that's not one I want on my homepage because I could turn off like 30% of my audience like, oh fuck the New York Times. It's like, all right, well, shouldn't have put it there. But Martha Stewart kind of feel like could be somewhat neutral. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. Or like uh, Rachel Ray. I don't know. Kelly Clarkson. I don't know. Why would I be on Kelly Clarkson? I don't know. I don't know. Seem to be like pretty neutral people. And I picked all... It's a very female-focused thing, and I, my site happens to be m- more female than male, so, which is an interesting fact. Don't know if I could use it or not, but it's there. Um, so yeah, those are the five. So with that said, um, those are my predictions. Those are my backlink building techniques for 2024. I think PR is definitely the last on the list, lowest on the list, but the most important one is definitely getting that press page built along with my about page, which I mentioned in the last episode. Um, So check that one out. Uh, Definitely doing Harrow because why not, even though it might be changed by now, but who knows, whatever it's changed to, I'm in. It's an easy one. I'm not going to get a ton of links, but maybe one every quarter, maybe even one every two years, (laughs) who knows? Podcast guests or, or, you know, a guest on, you know, like uh, what they call those, um, JV, you know, joint ventures, those sorts of things. Lending my voice and face. Can do it all day. Love it. And then affiliates because I want to sell my stuff and I want other people to link to us. That would be great. All right. That's it. Bye.